Welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. This is our second episode of the week. This episode will focus solely on week three and week four of the NFL. We have Carter here giving us a different point of view on things. But uh, yeah, buckle up. We'll move right into the NFL. NFL Week 3 is wrapping up as we speak. we got the Cowboys uh, leading the Giants 23-16. Graham Gano is doing what Graham Gano does, taking 50-yarder for the Giants. Cooper Rush uh, is doing what Cooper Rush does. Cooper Rush is there causing is a, a quarterback controversy, controversy <laughs> according to Jerry Jones. Uh, but we'll, we'll recap Week 3 here real quick. Uh, Thursday night we had the Browns and the Steelers talk about a bad beat. Uh, that one was awful, so bad that FanDuel actually refunded all the Pat McAfee bets <laughs> that he recommended because he worked. They worked with Pat Carter. Did you and, see uh, It was such a bad. It was such a bad beat that they refunded everybody who did the super bet parlay with McAfee. Yeah, that's um, rough. We, we've talked about the Steelers before. We're not really sure, uh, you know, what they're doing with Trubisky. I'm going to put a thing out right now is for both of you guys, is Kenny Pickett the starter by their bye week? When is their bye week? I believe it's week nine. Nine. I mean, I think it really depends on where they're at in the division. Um, you know, obviously, the Bengals um, got off the schneid, got their win. Ravens are 2-1. and one. Browns are now 2-1. and one. Browns are going to be having... Uh, Deshaun come back week 12, right? Something like that. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Um, I don't, I don't see the Steelers uh, being competitive uh, in the division going forward. Uh, so I, I do. I think, I think Pickett, Trubisky. I, just, I don't know what you're getting. You're, they just, just need a guy to sling the ball around. Yeah. Like to pick it. I mean, he they, does they, that. They, they have, they have guys. They have weapons, yeah, we but, but Trubisky is not the guy there to. Not the answer. He's not there to. to he's not getting it to your weapons. Carter, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think about Pickett? I, I 100% agree. I don't think Pittsburgh's got a chance to win this division this year with Baltimore. Lamar looks unreal, and the Bengals are going to be tough, obviously. So I. And TJ's I, hurt. I mean. Week 9 might be pushing it a little bit, but I think you definitely see. Kenny Pickett this year, starting quarterback. All right, so uh, not much to say else other than that game. Uh, the next game here, we had the Saints and the Panthers. It was another kind of boring game, kind of what you would expect, I think, from these two teams. Jameis Winston's basically playing with a broken back. Uh, Michael Thomas got hurt in this game. Jarvis Landry got hurt in this game. One thing I'm going to say about the Saints, uh, daily fantasy, Chris Alave might be a guy you want to go after. He's starting to really play well. He's a rookie wide receiver, but we've seen a lot of success with rookie receivers. He's cheap. Um, he's going to have kind of a weird time this week where you might not be able to get him in all your lineups because he plays in the London game. We'll preview that later. But uh, it, the Panthers are riding the Baker experience. He got him a win this week. Uh, they're not using McCaffrey really the same way they have in the past. I, don't, I think that might be on purpose just to keep him on the field. Uh, but the Saints and Panthers aren't really two very exciting teams right now. How scary is it that last year Ohio State was rolling out Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Jackson Smith and Jigba? 
Like, that's just... Harrison didn't even play? That's scary. That is scary talent. It just... It's crazy. Um, Baker got his W. I I don't trust the Baker experience, but they but they got a win. Um, so you know, good for Carolina. Uh, Christian McCaffrey didn't do a whole lot. Well, actually, he had he ended up with one hundred eight. Um, a nice catch and and scoop or a nice catch and score by Lavisca Chenault. Um, I don't know. I I just I'm not buying into the Panthers. Yeah, there's some there's some crazy stat out there with Matt Rule where it's like they gotta let up like 14 points or less to have a chance to win based <laughs> his record, and it's like in the NFL that's tough to do. I I'd have to look it up, but some, some weird number where if they don't if they only let up like 14 or 16 or less, they're they win winning most of their games. But once teams get over that number, they're in trouble. So. And that's tough to, to hold teams to that week in and week out in the NFL. So you're saying their offense hasn't been very good with Matt Rule. Rolling out uh, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater and uh, Sam Darnold yeah, I, and Taylor Heineke. The person and, who took Christian McCaffrey number one overall, I'm not happy right now. So. Sorry, Michael's in that boat too. Uh, yeah. Next game moving on here, we got the Texans falling to the Bears in a last second field goal, 23-20. to The NFC North leading Bears, by the way. Um, what do you think? Justin Fields. Five Wait, what, why, why are they the NFC? Because they're they're tied. They're they're tied to first. Well, they're not leading. They're leading. The Packers, Vikings, and Bears are all leading. Who won? I don't go by tie breaks yet. We go in tie breaks in week eighteen. They're division leaders. Well, I, I don't know about that. They are. It's a I fact. think I think it would have to be Look Vikings that are it's division leaders if you if you had to go do it. That Bears way. are two and one. Yeah, Bears are two and one. Um, <laughs> You know, I go back to my comment from last week when we were kind of going over the uh, the DK buy and sell type players, and I said sell anybody on the Bears offense but Montgomery. Yeah, sell him now. So we can. So yeah. So he's hurt. Um, you know, now you can put Khalil Herbert in there, but um, I just what is what is the answer? What is what are they trying to do with Justin Fields? It's the same thing we okay. talked last week. He completed eight, pa- eight passes week one. He completed seven passes week two. And now eight passes again week three. I, I don't know as an NFL quarterback. Like, I'm not a, I, I can't, I don't have a stat in front of me. But I think it would be very difficult to find an NFL quarterback the first three weeks of the season. All three games did not complete ten passes. I mean, Ten passes. The, the, Bear, the Bears have failed Justin Fields in his development. And he's 8 for 17. Two picks, right? Two picks, 106 yards, and sacked five times. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've done an awful job developing him and giving him weapons. He has they're, no weapons. They're running the ball great, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's impressive. But when you're down 17 points to the Packers and you run the ball to, to score a touchdown, you're not going to win a lot of games you, you like that. You can't catch up that quick. They got away from the run early, and then once they – it just I, – I don't understand what what they're trying to do. It just doesn't make any sense, um, and Fields doesn't look good. Um, I don't know if it's the if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's Fields himself. Um, I was talking with a, a Bears fan today. Um, he was saying Mo- Mooney looks, looks terrible. 
Like, he just doesn't look like... And I was like, well, is it because he's... Now he's a number one, whereas last year he wasn't because all the... They were rolling coverage to Allen Robinson. Like, I don't understand what it is, but that offense is not good. Komet still doesn't look... I think he had... They just don't use him. He had two for 40 yards. It's just... it's what 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 I don't understand what it is, you know this they're basically a 1950s team, like yeah. they were good in the 1950s. But you can't, that's not that's not you know present day. I don't know. What do you think, Carter? Yeah, I, I mean it's tough to watch. I, I, I don't understand how you can win with eight completions in the game, but they managed to do it. Um, Justin Fields is ranked 32nd right now in passing yards. With- 297 passing yards, so he's averaging just under 100 yeah, a game. That's 99 a game. Like, that's, you can't. That's all. Yeah. So, yeah, I obviously they're 2-1, and one, but that'll change quick. I mean, if you can't throw the ball, you're, you're just simply not going to win in the NFL. So teams will figure them out. They'll... If you are a Bears fan listening to this, take a screenshot of the standings now because it ain't going to last. I, yeah, I just, I don't, it doesn't, it, literally their offensive approach just doesn't make sense to me. And I'm not trying to be a Bears hater, which I which I am a Bears hater. Um, but it just, it, what's your plan? It just, it doesn't make sense to me. So that that's my that's my Bears chatter for the week. All right, moving on here, we got the Chiefs and the Colts. The Colts actually defeated the Chiefs 20-17. to 17. Uh, Was this a game we think that the Chiefs just struggled to kind of get up for? Was it the game that they overlooked in the next week? What do, what do we think about the Chiefs and the Colts this week? You know, sometimes there are teams that give quarterbacks uh, troubles. Um, Mahomes was 20-35, 262, one touchdown, one pick. He just really didn't, didn't do a whole lot. But here's the thing: if they have Harris or if they have uh, uh, Bucker, their kicker, I think they win this game. Bucker, yeah. So I don't like. Do you have to go out and get a kicker for for three weeks until he's back? You know what I mean? You can't be kicking with your backup safety. They he uh, he missed. Let's see. He went one of two. He missed an extra point. That's, that's, a, that, that's not their backup safety. That's a kicker they have. Oh, they. Yep, Amendola, and as of today, he's gone already. So okay, wasn't it? Weren't they kicking their, with their back? Amendola was their punter. Was the, okay? Was their punter? Yeah, and they released him. It just, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta be able to have because Bucker got hurt. Because there was also a play where they ran a fake on like fourth and ten, where they were inside field goal range. Like, it, I, I don't know. I feel like it was just a, it was. Mahomes and Bienemy got into it a little bit uh, in the first half. Yeah, he had to come in yeah. there. And I don't know. I think it was just a, a, a. I think there's things that can be fixed. Um, and it's just one of those games. Carter, you got anything else on the game? Not much to add there. I was going to mention the Mahomes and Bienemy stuff, but um, yeah, I think it's a good call on the kicker. I mean, Barker is one of the best in the league. And obviously they're not going to be faking it on fourth and ten in that situation. So I think it's a little bit of maybe the Chiefs not getting up, but the Colts, I mean, they needed to win bad. So. They did. They were backs were against the wall. Yep. Yep. And that's a terrible division this year. So I mean, that puts them right in the thick of things at one, one, and one. So. First, uh, first to eight. First to eight, I think. Hey, you know, I can easily see the the. 
Jake wears. Oh, yeah, the 11 Jake's and six could, right Jake's now. could win that. Maybe not 11 division. and 6. That's a bit sarcastic. All right, moving on here then. Our first game that was part of our picks this week, it was the Bills and the Dolphins. The Dolphins defeated the Bills 21-19. I believe the Bills were four-and-a-half-point favorites. I believe I took the Bills. My we both, took, we the both Bills. took the Bills. Uh, the only thing that I really want to kind of start with is, do you guys believe that Tua had a back injury or was it a head injury? I mean... When I heard about it, I, I can I can see it. I can see I, I heard he basically had a back injury. He went to the locker room, he came back out, and that play it kind of tweaked it. Now, having a lower back injury before, I can understand how he would react the way he did by tweaking his back. I mean, I, I think the NFL when it comes to concussion protocols, is pretty much on the up and up after the lawsuits they've had to pay out. Um, I mean, they'll find out if it truly was something head injury-wise. Um, but I can see uh, the back, you know, being the problem, and and that's it, you know that he he's fine in the head, and it, it was truly his back. Carter, what do you think? think? Yeah, I mean, at first sight, when I first saw that video, I thought there was no way that. Tua was coming back in the game, but he would like to hope the NFL is protecting their guys, so I'm going to believe him here, and hopefully they, they prove us right. I, I, I don't think there's any chance that it was a back. I don't get how guys stumbling and falling over and face playing. I mean, did you see how, he, how hard he hit his head on the turf? Though? I get it. I mean, there, I, I there's, just, there's no way. I, I, I don't think it. it was close. I think it was 100% head injury. He might have passed and touched the test, but I don't think he should have went back in the I'm game. I'm just saying, if you've never had like a pinched nerve in your back or tweaked it or anything like a back spasm, you've never had it, you don't realize the amount of – like. The amount of pain that you can be in and how it, you kind of move in different ways, I guess you could say. I could just, when I'm told, when I was told it was his back, when I see it, I'm like, I, I can I can see it. That's all I'm saying. Man was stumbling and bubbling. Uh, I, I can see it. I mean, the other thing to look at this, you know, the Bills, this was their first kind of, this was, this was their first loss. They had a tough game against, I mean, it was supposed to be tough against the Rams. Check. Who they play week two. I don't remember. Um, but you know the Bills went out there. Devin Singletary, worst start, worst sit on my fantasy team this week. I sat yes. Devin Singletary. I started Tyler Boyd. Devin Singletary had the game of his life. Had like twenty four points, a touchdown. I believe he had nine catches. So um, that did was, Boyd have a good game for you though too? No, I didn't. No, I sat Tyler Boyd too. I started oh. Gabe Davis over oh. uh, over Devin Singletary. Yes. Didn't work out. So that was my yes. worst sit of the week in fantasy. Uh, I did love Ken Dorsey's reaction. After the game, yeah. that that was that was iconic. Well, they killed the tight. They killed the Titans on Monday night when Diggs went off. Yeah. yeah. One thing I want to add here, guys, that these stats are just absolutely mind blowing. Bills four hundred ninety five total yards. Dolphins two hundred twelve. Uh, the Bills ran ninety plays. The Dolphins ran thirty nine. Wow. Forty minutes time of possession. The Dolphins nineteen. I mean, if I'm sitting here looking at these stats, I've if my guess would be Bills won by 20-plus points. Yeah. They lost the game. I mean, that's just absolutely mind-boggling. Um, um, the team stats and the way the, the game ended up. So I think that was that was probably the craziest loss that line I've ever seen for an NFL team. So pretty crazy. Are either you guys worried, um, obviously not fantasy-wise, about Josh Allen? 
but about the team and their ability to win the Super Bowl with make, having Josh Allen need to do so much for that team. Like, he's got weapons. I guess I'm talking more in the running game. I know we've talked about it, at, or Trace and I have, where they're doing a little bit too much design runs for Josh Allen. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Carter? Do you, do you, no, are, you are you afraid of that at all? He's a big dude, obviously. He has to be smart, get down and slide. Uh, I, I, I just don't carry. see him sliding uh, a lot. No, no, James Cook. I mean, I, they got some guys there that I think will start helping out a little more. And obviously as the season goes on, Josh Allen will be banged up every week, but he'll be out there, and I, I think they'll be all right. Could okay. be wrong, but okay. it only, like, like you said, it only takes one hit, one wrong hit here or there. Their Super Bowl chances go right down the drain, so... I mean, I would be more worried about their defense right now. They're a little banged up. Mike Hyde went out for the rest of the year. Um, I mean, he's been a big-time impact player for a long time for them and even before when he was with the Packers. But their defense is a little banged up. Uh, we'll move on here. We're both 0-1 on the week. We'll, uh, we'll let Carter talk mostly about this one. Uh, it was Minnesota and Detroit. Minnesota prevailed 28-24. What was the line on this one, Michael? This one was 7. Minus 7, Minnesota. We both took Minnesota. both took Minnesota. So we're both off to a hot start, 0-2. Carter, being our Vikings fan, unfortunately, go ahead and give us your thoughts on this game. All right. Well, this game was a swing of emotions, that's for sure. I'm not a fan of the Vikings' new defensive scheme, this shell coverage BS. They let up so many wide-open catches where guys catch the ball and have 10 to 15 yards of just getting their speed up to, up to speed to start running, and it's like there's nobody around. Um, the Lions went for four on fourth down six times in this game. I believe they picked it up four. Um, so That can be tough. Yeah. I, I, I love their offense. I'm a big fan of KOC, but somebody needs to change on their defense. Otherwise, people are going to start picking them apart. And for a guy like Jared Goff, and then last week, you could, everyone saw Hurts just absolutely dismantle their defense. Yeah. So I'm worried about their defense as of now, uh, but I love Cousins. I'm, I'm just standing behind him here. He he stepped up big time in the fourth quarter, delivered when it mattered. Uh, those two throws to Osborne were perfect. And even though know, they got out of there with a big NFC North win, they're 2 and 1, so I'm happy, but a little bit worried about the defense. So we'll see. That's Ed Donatello led defense, D coordinator. Yes, I believe so. Yep. Our, uh, Packer our, D coordinator in 2000, 2003. Yep. I mean, but from the Lions' point of view from this game, if you're Dan on fourth and four, your kicker's already missed a, I think it was a higher 40s field goal earlier in the game. You went for it on fourth down six times already. How do you not go for it on fourth and four? If you can pick up four yards, you ice the game and it's over. But sure. instead, he decides to run his kicker out there, he misses again, and then the rest is history with Cousins delivering those two passes to Osborne to win the game. I mean, if you go out there and go for it six times throughout the game and then you, you fold over and don't go for it in the end, he's already said it's, it was a terrible decision, blah, blah, blah. But as a Lions fan, I would be livid about that. As a Vikings fan, it was a gift that they ran their kicker out there on fourth and four. Yeah, because regardless, you're going to get the ball back. Are you 
Are you high on the Lions as well? I mean, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. We think the Lions could be, you know, could be an eight, nine win team and could cause some troubles in the in the NFC North and possibly, you know, knock not maybe not in the North, but another playoff team out. Do you, do you like what the Lions are doing over there in Detroit? Yeah, yeah, obviously they came into Minnesota, which is, in my opinion, one of the tougher places to play, and they gave the Vikings a hell of a run for their money. So, yeah, I think Dan Campbell, other than that decision on fourth and four, he, he coached a great game. Um, he was aggressive, which you like to see from a, a young, gritty team. Um, and they got that corner, Jeff Okuda, yeah, like, yeah. who played great defense on Justin Jefferson all Sunday afternoon. So, yeah, I, I definitely think they're on the, the up and up. But, I mean, yeah, they, they have no rollover anymore, that's for sure. Yeah, they have talent. I mean, they, I, you're talking about two decent running backs in Swift and Williams. You have Amon Ross St. Brown um, at wide receiver. Um, I believe they have another wide receiver that's that's talented. Obviously, they have a tight end, Hawkinson, that's talented. Yeah. I, I get I get Goff. You know, is not the the best quarterback, but he's a he's a number one overall draft pick. He's which, won before. He's I been mean, to Super Bowl. Yeah, he's been, you know what I mean. There, there's talent there. Um, I think in the end, you know, they they will be. Um, have a better record than than the Bears do. Uh, oh, that's easy, easy. easily. I, I, would, um, I would bet my house I, on they're, that. They're 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 a they're a they're one of those scary out teams that you just don't. And and Green Bay will be playing them Week 18, um, which could have playoff implications for Green Bay's seeding, um, you know, possibly or possibly some wild card. Um, implications for the Lions or possibly the Packers. So um, it'll, it, I, I, think they're a, I think they're a tough team. They're still missing some pieces, some things on defense, but they have some things there that Detroit, it, it, they're almost a fun watch. I mean, this has got to be the – I mean, and just – go ahead, Carter. I was just going to say another thing to point about Detroit is that offensive line played phenomenal yeah. against the Vikings. It's, it's they, a good offensive line. They could get any pressure all game. With those two edge rushers, Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter, who I think are two of the best in the game, they—I don't think they had a sack. I'm pretty sure they didn't have a sack all game. So their offensive line looks phenomenal too. So that's that's a huge, huge part for Detroit to have. And how yeah. long? How long in this game was uh, St. Brown hurt? Uh, he, he kind of—I think he rolled his ankle in the second-ish quarter, so a okay. good amount of time. But after he, that, he really struggled to get separation. I was just saying, he, he came Hicks, back. Hicks, Hicks batted down a ball, and their linebacker, George Hicks, batted down a ball one-on-one with St. Brown. And I mean, if, when he's healthy, he'd win that matchup 100% of the time. So yeah. him and Swift were both struggling to get through the game. So that definitely helped the Vikings get off the schneid. But I think with a healthy Swift and a healthy St. Brown, the Vikings lose that game. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, either way, this has got to be the most excited that Lions fans are in a long time. You, you, you definitely got some building pieces to build off of, and they'll keep going with Motor City Dan over there. Uh, next game we got here, the Ravens and the Patriots, 37-26. Uh, Mac Jones did get beat up in this game. I believe he has a high ankle sprain. We'll see how that affects uh, the Packer game this week, but then also just going forward. Who's the backup there? No clue. It might be Brian Hoyer, maybe. Yep. Um, they got that rookie, but I think it's Brian Hoyer. Yep, I, I think I think they re-signed Brian Hoyer. But, I mean, the Ravens just kept doing what the Ravens do. They score a lot of points. Uh, Lamar Jackson plays really well in a contract year. Um, I, 
Their secondary still isn't very good. I mean, Mac Jones threw for over 300 yards, I believe, in this game or close to it. Uh, so it, fantasy-wise, if you're going up against the Ravens for DraftKings or anything like that, I would take receivers against the Ravens. Quarterbacks, yeah. Yeah. Quarterbacks, definitely. We got anything else in this game? I mean, I didn't see a whole bunch of this game. Um, oh, I was I was actually going to say I really didn't didn't see a whole lot. Just Lamar was having some success. Um, I saw Andrews had a big game. Duvernay had a touchdown. Duvernay yeah. had a touchdown. Um, uh, Devonte Parker, I believe, had a decent game for the Patriots. Yeah. Um, I think he's kind of their their official number one uh, for them. Um, Nelson Aguilar, a tough fumble again. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's what Nelson Aguilar does. He's home runner and fumbles or something. Sure. I just I expected more defensively from the Patriots. You know, Bill Bell. You're talking about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. I just I expected more defensively than than what they're giving right now. I don't know if it's just a a talent uh, factor. Um, I don't know. It just it just seems like New England is just meh. You know, just there's something's missing. Yeah, I think the one thing I was just going to say one word, and that's Lamar. I mean, the dude has been, I think he's two straight games over 100 yards rushing. Um, two weeks ago, he had over 300 passing. This week, I think he had mid twos and with four touchdowns. I mean, the dude is just absolutely putting that team on his back right now. So he's got to be the front runner for a very early season MVP. But, I mean, the guys aren't real. So that's all i got to say about Baltimore is Lamar. Yeah, and this was a pick'em game for us. It was minus three Baltimore. Michael and I both covered there, so we're one and two on the week. Uh, next game we got here, the Bengals and the Jets. The Bengals were trying to avoid an 0-3 start. Uh, only six teams in the history of the NFL since they started tracking this have made the playoffs after starting 0-3. So it was a big game for the Bengals. Um, I mean, the Jets kind of came back. The last team was the 0-8 Texans. Couldn't tell you. That's just a stat here today. Couldn't tell you who it was. But, um, I mean, the Jets did what the Jets did. Joe Flacco kind of came down to earth a little bit. Um, T. Higgins had a nice game, got hurt, had a touchdown called back. That was an amazing catch that I think you could argue was a catch as well. But uh, the Bengals did look a little bit better. Joe Mixon got banged up. But any thoughts on this game, boys? I think it's about time. You know, obviously they they needed to, you know, Cincinnati needed to figure out um, what was going on um, because, you know, Burrow has been on his butt quite a bit. Uh, under pressure quite a bit, was sacked twice, um, which is a better stat than what it has been before. Um, so I, that's kind of what, what I expected is that the, that the Bengals were uh, the better team and we're going to kind of start figuring some things out. Um, on the Jets side, Garrett Wilson, 6 for 60, had a long of 23, um, did get injured in that game, kind of took a hit in the back. Um, Kind of like kidney area. Kind of whiplash a little bit. Whip, whip, yeah, whiplash a little bit from a hit. So I, I still think he's a talented wide receiver and like a a consistent play in DK. Um, but yeah, I, I that's kind of what I figured was going to happen in that game. Yeah, and just before Carter, you you say anything? Another guy that I would consider going at in DK again. Brees Hall's consistently starting to get more looks. I would definitely. He's a cheaper option for a running back. I believe in the six six. 1,000 to 6,400 range. I would take a look at Brees Hall for this week if you can. If he has a good matchup, I don't know what his matchup is, but he's he started with only like eight points. He's got over 15 both weeks now. 
Yeah, they're using him out of the backfield. 11 targets for Breeswell. That's that's, that's impressive in the passing game. But yeah, kind of add up what Michael was saying. Just it seems like the Bengals' success this year is going to be if they can protect Joe Burrow or or if they can't protect Joe Burrow. I mean, obviously we saw in the playoffs last year they struggled to do it and they barely got through, but if they can keep Burrow upright, 275, three touchdowns, while we get stacked twice, the Bengals are going to be kind of what we expect them to be, but if he's on his butt, like Michael said, and it's one and two, they're going to struggle. So that offensive line, I think, is going to determine a lot of how successful they are this year. All right, well, moving on here, we have the next game, 24-22 Titans over the Raiders. The Raiders are 0-3. The Raiders were obviously a big team, talked about in the offseason, adding you know, Devontae Adams. Uh, they hired Josh McDaniels, which a lot of people, and myself included, I think Rich Passaccia was probably the guy that should have went with for whatever reason. Uh, the owner just thought that, you He's know. now in Green Bay. Yeah, Rich Passaccia now in Green Bay, which their special teams is playing well. Was that a trade, um, Devontae Adams for Rick Was that a straight-up trade? No. Oh, that uh, wasn't. it wasn't. Okay. But either way, thought that he was too good for Passaccia for whatever reason. Who, I mean, took them to a playoffs last year, had a chance to beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who got the Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm not high in the Titans. I was definitely higher in the Raiders, but the Raiders are really struggling right now. Derek Carr is looking pretty average. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Raiders. The Raiders are a struggle bus. Uh, Carter, I don't know. Did you see the meme? Um, it's uh, it was sent in our chat today. It's Bradley Cooper from the Hangover, uh, one of the Hangover movies. I've only seen the first one, um, but basically, it's him. Uh, and the, the the meme is is it says Devonte Adams, um, his um, agent talking to the Green Bay Packers, and so. Um, it's basically him on the phone. It's like a little six second me on the phone. And he's like, uh, we fucked up. (laughs) It's so, it's so perfect. I don't know what is going on there. I don't know if he's, if Devontae Adams is just getting double teamed so much or, or what Hunter Renfro was out. Okay. So some more balls needed to go to Devontae Adams. They didn't. They went to this Mac Hollins. I get it. I understand it. But what? Like, I don't understand why why they're not finding more ways, putting him in motion. You paid him all this money. You he, There was a way in Green Bay where you knew he was going to be double teamed all the time, and they still found ways to get him the ball. They're just not doing it, and... They're losing close games. Like it's, I feel like it's all in their head right now, and this is kind of a breaking point. This could be a, a you know, five-win team, or this, you know, they they could turn it around. But the problem is, is the division that they're in. I mean, yeah, we make fun of a Denver and their offense. We'll be getting to that. But, Denver's two and one. But they're still. But they're you know they're two and one. Like it's just. I don't know what I don't, and I don't know if it's a Josh McDaniels thing. I just I don't know. I don't get what it is, but it is not looking good in in, in Vegas right now. Yeah, seven seven for forty eight touchdowns the last two weeks. Obviously the touchdowns are nice, but forty eight yards in two weeks for Devontae Adams is pretty hard to battle. Your Raiders fan. And 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 seven for forty eight, he's getting less than seven yards a catch. Like that's yep. that's it. And he's he was one of the best. He. I should say, I'm not saying was. He's probably still, 
one of the best route runners in the game. Yeah. You you yeah. you can't find some more ways. Like I, I don't know if this is a McDaniel's thing. I don't know. Well, if and he's it's really like, good in open space too. It's yeah, like, I mean, like, he makes guys miss. There was a play week one where it was he he ran an amazing. Like I just I feel like they're not getting good things up uh, open for him right now. Well, I think he realizes how much his buddy Aaron Green Bay meant to him. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to. I'm sure you're fine. He's out of the division, Carter. Go ahead. I'm sure you're fine that he's out. Out of the division? You're happy about that? Yeah, I, a little <laughs> bit. Um, a little bit. I was at the game week one against the Packers, and uh, whoever dropped the ball on the first play of the game, I, I had to yell out to all the Packer fans that Devontae would have caught that. So I'm <laughs> sure they were too thrilled to be right off the bat. But sure. Yeah, you gotta... it, felt, it felt really good to say as a Viking fan. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> right. All right, well, moving on here, we got the Eagles and the Commanders. Uh, Eagles kind of feel like went in the coast mold in the second half. This game wasn't really ever a game. The Eagles' defense is really good. Uh, their secondary is really good. They Carter saw that in week two. Darius, um, Slay. Darius Slay and just some other guys. But the, Jalen Hurts is the real deal. Uh, he got A.J. Brown involved. He got Devontae Smith involved. Uh, Devontae Smith involved. Uh, and then Dallas Goddard got some touches. So, I mean, the, the Eagles have a lot of weapons. Their defense playing really well right now. They're 3-0. They honestly might be the best looking team in football right now. Yeah. Yeah. If we need an if we need an Eagles insider, I got one for us. If, if we need if we need one. Cool. Like his name's Addy. He's he'll he'll give us some Eagles talk. Um, for basically, um, you're not going to hear this very often on the podcast. Um, Trace will never do this, but I'm going to eat some crow right now. I've talked some Jalen Hurts shit lately. And I'm eating it because he is looking good. He is like the ball is just zipping out of his hand. Got me three and on fancy. As as those uh, as as the pun is like, the dude can spin it. Yeah, he's throwing it well. He's got targets. Um, he's a cool story. Devonte Smith, play him. Uh, I had him sitting on my bench week one. Didn't do anything. Did you start him week one? Didn't start him week one, didn't start him week two, and he did something. So I put him back in week three, and dude balled out. So um, their their offense is humming right now. The, the running game is a little worrisome because Miles Sanders isn't doing so much, but they're throwing it really well I mean, right he now. had 50, 50 rushing yards, but when you have a quarterback who can run, that takes a little bit away he from can him. Take, he, yeah, he can take some running away from him, too. Carter, what'd you think? And when your quarterback throws for 340 yards and three touchdowns, I, I'm sure they're not too concerned about the running <laughs> game there in Philly. But, yeah, I mean, I, we saw it firsthand on Monday Night Football last week. Hurts looks phenomenal. Um, now that he's got Devontae Smith involved, I mean, 22 targets for the, between the two of them. I mean, I, I think they're the best team in football right now after three weeks. But, yeah, Philly looks good. Yeah, they, they do. And their defense, I mean, D-line is impressive. Like you said, they got Slay in the in the, um, in the the secondary, who's who's very good. Um, they're, they're just a well-oiled machine right now. Looks like they sacked Wentz nine times. Yep, I did see that as well, that's, too. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah, so Philly looks good. Uh, next game, another team that looks really good right now is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They defeated the Chargers with a, a little banged-up Chargers, 38-10, uh, to 10, though. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looking more and more like the number one overall pick every day. 
Uh, James Robinson, we talked about him a little bit last week, looks really good. Christian Kirk, uh, they didn't target Evan Ingram as much, but he's been a good weapon for them this year. Uh, a DK guy you might want to play for cheap, 6400 this week. James Robinson, he's got a good matchup with Philly because Philly, I mean, they're, their strength is their pass defense um, when they're not facing a bad offensive line. As Carter just said, they had nine sacks. Uh, but they may look to run more because of that. Uh, he's or had, even out of the backfield. Correct. Out of the backfield. Yeah, and he's had 17 carries the last two games, one touchdown every game this year. And he's had at least 15 points every game this year, which is really good for running backs because running backs have struggled in fantasy. Uh, I didn't see any of this game, but I think the Jaguars are a legit team. Uh, Doug Peterson has also tied Urban Meyer for the wins on the Jacksonville Jaguars wins list. There you go. Dougie P. Uh, 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 Packer, uh, Doug Peterson. So I, I think Jacksonville's looking good. Um, I think, you know, we, we talked about earlier just having um, a new guy in there, in that program, in, in that organization who – who you want to play for, that's going to account for some wins right there. Look at the fact that they don't have uh, Urban Meyer. Um, and, and Trevor Lawrence is starting to starting to look like he's understanding it. As they say, the game is slowing down for him right now. So um, I'm liking what Jacksonville is doing, and it's not just their offense. I mean, their defense has given up 10 points in two weeks to uh, the Chargers, albeit beat up, and then... Uh, shut out the Colts, so they're playing well. Last thing I do just want to point out, the only thing I'm worried about the Chargers is that they are beaten up. Bosa got hurt. Obviously, Keenan Allen has been hurt a little bit. Herbert's obviously hurt, so they are beaten up. I think this is a good team and healthy, but you got the best availability is being on the field and being healthy. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I want to add here quick, you, you wonder the, what a terrible game plan from Los Angeles in this game. I mean, Herbert comes in, banged up, and you look at their, their numbers here, they threw the ball 45 times and ran it 12. So if you're coming in with a banged-up quarterback and your stud running back, Austin Eckler, goes four carries for five yards. So yeah, Austin Eckler, I feel like you use more out of the backfield in the passing game. He's not still known four, more four as a carries, running. really? I agree, but I mean, you, you got to protect your quarterback. Yeah. You yeah. run it 12 times in a yeah. game. That's not, that's not helping your guy who has some banged-up ribs. I mean, that. Bad game planning. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch uh, really any of this game because it was the same time as the Packers-Buccaneers game was going on. But, um, you know, I, I think it's got a bit of – I did see that Jacksonville got up 17 nothing early. So it was a bit of just being behind. But but I, I totally agree with you, Carter. I mean, obviously, yeah, you're talking about um, the numbers and how the game went. Clearly, you got to figure out. I mean, they're doing it in Chicago, right? Down 17, and you still run the ball. Like you can figure it out somehow. You got to, you know, you got to find your way. And, and like you said, even just using Eckler in the backfield as a receiver, like it just some there's yeah, not not the best of game plans. Um, the game clearly got away from them, and and it just yeah. What wasn't the right approach? Chase Daniels just sitting on the bench collecting paychecks. Yeah, what, 10 uh, million a year, something yeah. like that? Dabbing football is Chase Daniels. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next game we got here, we got the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams uh, going to 2-1, and one, defeating the Cardinals 20-12. to 12. Uh, For me, I mean, the, the Cardinals don't have a lot of weapons right now. We got into this a little bit in the last pod. Um, 
I mean, a good fantasy value right now is Dorch, the wide receiver. I got him for, I believe, 4000 this week. He got me like 13 points. So he's going to be cheap again just because they don't really have anybody else to throw to, but he's going to get some some touches and stuff. Marquise Brown, Hollywood um, Brown, had, had 13 catches. But but still, I mean, Dorch for under 5K, getting you 13, 15 points, that's good. Yeah. They're going to have to force-feed people. Um, James Conner's still banged up. I, the Rams... It's Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup show. It is every week. Cam Akers is getting back in the end zone a little bit. He's out of the doghouse. But, again, I didn't watch any of this game. But, uh, you know, the Rams did what they had to do. They beat the Cardinals at the division team. Yep. At, at Arizona. What did you see, Carter? I mean, it seems like the Cardinals have been playing catch-up here the last couple of weeks. I, my computer's been slow here. But I think Murray threw it 58 times. So, again, I mean... You gotta, you gotta establish the run game, man. I mean, yep. as much as this is a passing league, you can't have your quarterback stand back there and throw it 58 times and expect to win many games. So. Yeah, there's got to be some balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, 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 um, Kyler Murray for me, like, yeah, he makes exciting plays and 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 everything, but I think as a, as a franchise quarterback, I don't, I don't buy into the Kyler Murray hype. Um, it's it's just not for me. It's it. I'm just. He doesn't do it for me. But what are your thoughts on uh, their coach Cliff Kingsbury? Like, do you think he's on the hot seat? I I would think he's got to be getting there. I mean, this whole spread it out and throw it a bunch of times is. I, I don't know if that's the way in the NFL right now. I mean, seems like teams who are successful are running the football, uh, mixing in the. You know, mix it in the play action. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't see it. Like I said, 58 times throw the football in a game. That's not going to get it done. So. Right. I like. I like what you were. I like what you were saying right there. Is I feel like you know the offense of of play style has to be obviously more balanced. Where you got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to throw the ball. Play action. Uh, But it's not just shotgun and go. Like there's got to be some, you know. You know, single back, ace set, you know, two tight end type looks. Like, there's different, you know, different spots. I feel like they're just, oh, we're going to go three, four wide, five wide, and just, you know, do this. And, like, eventually when that when they get in the red zone, the, 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 the field shrinks, and you just, you can't, you can't attack defenses well enough that way. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, right? It's going to be interesting to see what happens in Arizona for a team that was supposed to be pretty good this year. Not really seeing it yet. I mean, they obviously miss Hopkins, but uh, they get, I think they kind of just got to weather the storm right now. Um, and we'll we'll see if they you know if they if they play 500 balls so they get Hopkins back, they probably feel like it's a win and they'll go from yeah. there and then we'll see what happens. I mean, it's a tough division too. I mean, yep. Especially yeah. you're one and two Niners, and that's still a, a difficult team to, to play. You yeah. know, obviously you got the defending Super Bowl champs. Um, it's just, and then Seattle. I don't think Seattle's good, but they they play it. Like, I just they're well coached. Yeah, I I think more and more that looks like uh, the Rams' division. Um, you know, it just I, I don't see it in Arizona. Yeah, moving on here, we got the Falcons and the Seahawks. Uh, the Falcons defeated the Seahawks 27 23. 
in a game of teams we both don't think are very good. Uh, Kyle Pitts finally got involved in Atlanta. Uh, five catches for 87 yards. Still has not caught a touchdown on U.S. soil. Uh, we will get there one day, but not last Sunday. Uh, the Seahawks went out there, I believe. I don't I don't even know what DK did or anything like that. But I had a touchdown. Okay, had a touchdown. Five for 64 and score, so. Okay, so I mean, I mean a decent game, 27-23, not a lot of, I mean, unless you're probably a fan of these teams, not one that many people pay attention to. I didn't see any of it, um, it and it's just kind of when is Marcus Mariota going to get uh, get botched so Desmond Ritter can kind of go around and see what happens there. Atlanta does have a really nice receiver, Drake London. Yes, yes. Drake London is very good. What do you guys think about Cordell Patterson? He's an interesting gadget guy. It's it's just weird. I don't get it. It works. But he produces. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm never picking him in DK, but but he's producing. Yep. Like it's just I don't I don't understand it. It's it's crazy that it took teams this long to figure out how to use him. I believe 140 yards and a touchdown on the ground. That's that's impressive these days. So. Well, and I, the, the Vikings could have figured this out. I was just—I was just gonna life. say, you being a Vikings fan, like his—his—he was a number one pick for you, correct? Yep. And returner, yeah, yep. and you were using him as a returner. I mean, because he wasn't—I mean, he was not a good wide receiver. Like it just—I no. don't know if he just—he's still not a good wide catch receiver. Catch the damn ball or what? Like. But you give him the ball and you let him go, and he does his thing. Like he's good that way. It's just South Carolina, right? Tennessee. 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 Yeah. 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 It was SEC. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say on this game. We can move on here. Uh, we got the Packers in the box in a barn burner. Uh, yeah. Fourteen to twelve was was fourteen to six for most of the way. Uh, I, w- I won't say a whole lot here. Um, I mean, the Packers did what they had to do. They they lost Jair. I thought Nixon came in and played really, really well for them. Uh, down one on the one. Pat O'Donnell might be the Packers' biggest offseason pickup. I mean, he's been really good for the Packers. Just and he's being flipping, paid by the Bears? Flip it, yeah, he's being paid he's by the Bears a little bit. Uh, but flipping field like position. Um, I kind of talked about this earlier with someone else, but it seems like the, like this Packers offense right now with where they are, it's kind of like year one with before where it's like the first, you know, two, three drives where everything's scripted is really good. Yeah. And then after that, they struggle to make adjustments um, just because of, you know, the lack of weapons where teams can make adjustments and they have to find a way to make adjustments back. But, I mean, it should have been 21-12, I think. You know, Aaron Jones fumble, that, that wasn't his fault. He just got hit. But well, he got sandwiched by three hundred fifty yeah, pound grown ass hit it, man. You're hitting, being hit at um, the goal line where you can't see him. Yeah, that was a. It is what it is. Weird. But you dropped him in coverage. You know the the Packers defense prevailed. The the two point conversion hold was awesome. I mean, even if Campbell doesn't hit that ball, Savage is right there. He isn't. Yeah. He isn't getting it's, that throw it, it's in. A but, tough, uh, it's a tough catch, even if. Tampa, Tampa Bay's beat up right now. I love seeing old man Tom upset, breaking tablets, throwing his tantrums on the sidelines. But. Yeah. Uh, I feel good about the Packers right now, but I mean the Buccaneers are just going to keep getting better. I don't know, you know, what it looks like for the Packers in terms of winning the division or the playoffs or anything like that. But they do have, you know, after they're going into New England with a hurt quarterback, um, I think it could be okay. Um, New England, it, it, it could be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know who's going to be starting there. I believe this was a game we both picked. I think I picked the Buccaneers. I think you picked. We the both Bucks. picked the Buccaneers. Okay, so we're one and three yeah. on the week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you can't complain about the Packers. The defense played really well. Tampa's defense is really good too. Yeah, Carter, did you watch any of this game? I mean, obviously you're not a Packer fan, so 
I did. I mean, Tampa Bay's offense right now is very concerning. If you're yeah. a Bucks man, I think I think I was looking. They have one touchdown, offensive touchdown, to the first three weeks. Yeah. So, and another thing that just blew and, my and they mind. got one with with what twenty seconds left? Was it less than that? Or fifteen? Something like that. And they got one last last you know last night with twenty seconds left. Oh yeah, yep, the last drive exactly. And one thing I just I could not believe, and my dad would say this too, but it's just the Packers luck. <laughs> is how does Tom Brady at forty six years old, twenty plus years in the league? How do you take a delay game on a two-point conversion? It, it, it should have been twice, by the way, too, because it was a two-point conversion. He did it on the first one, and if he doesn't take that, the one that they called, Fournette scores. I mean, exactly. he was in the end zone. He's trying to make a change the play, but it's like, Tom, like, it's more important to snap the ball because you're struggling on offense all game, and now you got to go seven yards in one play yeah. to tie the game. Like, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, I mean, it was bizarre. Thomas. I mean, especially after scoring the touchdown, like that's that's the thing. Like you've scored a touchdown, like get, get you you know you got to go for two. Yeah. Get the damn play in, and, and what they wanted to do too, they wanted to go for that right up like that. Yep, right, oh. right. Like I hey, don't understand. Tom, why Tom is old. I mean, there was a game a couple years ago where he forgot it was fourth, fourth down. Down. He thought he got five downs, so yeah. he's had a lot of hits yeah. to the head. He throws his tantrums, and yeah. I mean, I love it. I respect Tom Brady, but I love watching him get oh, pissed yeah. off. It, yeah, there's there's nothing good greater. Time. Good time. You I, you just don't expect that to let him that big of a play of that game to take it away. Right. Yeah. Right. Crazy. I, you know, I think the way the game started, I think Green Bay came out and it really, like you said, Trace had a great plan. Well, you like seeing Dobbs more involved. He had a really good game. Uh, yeah, Dobbs is legit. I, 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 you know, obviously from from where they're using him, um, I, I just think he's got some, he's got some wiggle to him. Like he's he's got some strength to him. Like I can see him being. A legitimate wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers going forward. Uh, Watson, obviously, still out on him. The, like, uh, just, the Jordan Love led Packers in yeah, the coming year. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, um, right. I, I, you know, I just as the game kept going on, the spaces just got tighter and tighter, and tighter. Um, you know, it's very concerning that you go zero for eight. During a, a stretch on third down, uh, I felt like that was kind of the rough thing. Like if Green Bay gets any first downs in that game and start getting that, they, that was the thing. They, they they were running no clock in the second half because they did not get damn first down. Um, it just you know then you take the sack and get out of field goal range there. Like it's just. You know, I the defense played well. Rashawn Gary, I'm still saying it. Oh, he's so good. He's he's a top. He's he's gonna be in the running, in the running for defensive player of the year. I'm not saying he's winning it, but he's gonna be. He's gonna get some votes. Um, he is that good. Uh, I like to see Kenny Clark a little bit more. I think he's he, like he makes amazing plays, but then he shrinks a little bit. Yeah, but he's drawing you know double teams he is. a lot. I mean, he he's is. He is. He's going up against a lot. But somebody else has got to pick up the slack then. Um, Quay, Quay Quay Walker, little I don't know. It's a rookie. He's he a rookie. Is. He's playing like a rookie. He, is. he has he some is. good plays and he has some plays like what the hell are you doing? 
I would like to see, you know, obviously Jair uh, leaving the game hurt, you know, is a bummer. Um, but I, I don't love the the prevent defense in the last two minutes type thing. Like I, I'm so sick of that. That's watching what the NFL does as much football as as we all have, and we all seen it. I mean, Carter, you probably felt it. You knew they were coming down and scoring a touchdown there, or at least they were going to move the ball and get a chance. It's just I don't know what it is. You see it in every game, and you just the teams tighten up, and they just they don't they don't. Like, you're afraid to give up the big play, but there was nobody out there for that Tampa Bay offense that scared you in going over the top. Like, that that to me, like, yeah, if that's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and their normal roster of wide receivers, okay, I understand it. But it just, who, who the hell scares you out there? Yeah, I so. mean, if the Packers play defense like they had the whole game, Tampa Bay once have even got halfway across the field, but it was like Brady just kept dinking and dunking, and eventually they scored, and it was like they hadn't done that all game. I mean, they yeah. hadn't even really come close all game until that last drive because, like you said, for whatever reason, those coaches love that prevent. I mean, they didn't let up the 80-yard touchdown, but they let up the small methodical 90-yard yeah. touchdown drive. But. And I think that is the – a lot of the times what the goals for those defenses are to, you know, keep it in front of you, waste clock, and then, you know, shrink the field and, and get a stop inside the 20s. And, you know, they just... But my point is, is let's say they do let up a 90-yard touchdown on the first or second play, okay? So even if they get the two, it's a tie game. Well, Rodgers gets the ball gets back. The ball. Okay. Yeah. So let Rodgers go make a play now. Right, right. I, I, I've never understood it. But. And I think probably with the fact that Rodgers didn't have a first down until late in the fourth quarter in the second half, like maybe that had something to do with it. But I agree. The I agree. Man, the man's the king of two minutes, Ron. Nobody, nobody on that offense scared you. So I feel like you can you can kick it in the gear and press up. Now I get it. They were probably gassed, you know, quite a bit, but they did what they had to do. Wins a win, um, you know, tough place to win. Obviously, a difficult uh, game in the heat. in the heat, yeah, in the elements, uh, which you're not used to. So, I ain't apologizing for a W. Not at all. Not What's a Bears fan. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> you'll, for a w. you'll take them whenever you can get them. Uh, our last game here. It was our last pick game of the week. It was the 49ers and Broncos Sunday Night Football. I believe we both took the 49ers minus one. Is that correct? Yes. So we both ended up one and four in the week. Not a great week in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Broncos defeated the 49ers eleven to ten. Was a very exciting game. Um, my take: 49ers Garoppolo is your first week kind of back in uh, riding the horse. It, it was a little rough. I think it's going to get better for 49ers fans. I like seeing Brandon Ayuk getting a touchdown. Um, you know they they used Debo enough. It just there wasn't any explosive plays or anything like that. Kittle's first week back. Uh, the Broncos. I there's not. <sighs> They're a hard team to gauge, I think. Um, they're 2-1, and one, could be 0-3, but as we talked about at the start of this, um, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, even veterans, have a struggle learning a new system, and that's what Wilson's doing right now, and you're seeing how hard it is. Uh, but, yeah, 1-4 on the week. Let's see what our people did here. Uh, NFL picks Cody. Cody had the goose egg in NFL, was that? That was right? last week. Last week? Last week. 
Bounce back with a three and two. Happy for you, Cody. Uh, Rob, the third row went three and two as well. And Pens, you went one and four, buddy. Sorry. Uh, so you got you got a little bit of work to do coming back this next week. But Cody, way to bounce back. Rob, great debut. Uh, Carter, Michael, anything else on the the Broncos 49ers game here? My biggest thing is is yeah, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, he just has to like stay out of his own way, like. He, the first two weeks, he had to come out and apologize for both games because he's just making dumb mistakes, just making errors. Um, I I don't get it. I feel like they hired him thinking that they were going to get Rodgers, didn't get Rodgers, and just stuck with him. Like I don't I don't know what the plan is with him. Um, clearly, Wilson's not understanding it either. I will just say this: they did let Russ make a little more Russ plays and run around and kind of scramble a little bit this game. I do like that, just for the fact that you're not, you know, you're not putting a collar around him as much. You're letting the, you know, the Pro Bowl quarterback do what he does. So I, don't, I did like that a little. Bit. I don't trust Russell Wilson. That's I a dumb comment. I, I don't think he's um, a good player. As in, I think Russell Wilson is best used running the football and play action. I don't think you should be putting them in shotgun. Um, it's really just rollouts and play action. I Russell Wilson to me is not a top tier NFL quarterback anymore. All I've got to add is, as a Viking fan, I'm thrilled we got Kevin O'Connell and not Nathaniel Hackett. That's all I've got to say <laughs> right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, that Broncos offense is hard to watch right now. They sure are. They 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 definitely are. Uh, the last game of the week was Cowboys Giants. The Cowboys beat Giants 23-16. We won't talk about this game. Um, wasn't a very high-scoring game. There is a quarterback controversy in Dallas. That's all we're going to say. We'll move on to this week's picks. <laughs> Our first game of the week, we got Minnesota at New Orleans, but it is not at New Orleans. It is in London. Yeah. Uh, it is an 8.30 a.m. game. Carter will be up bright and early watching that one. The Vikings are favored two and a half. Carter, we will let you lead this one off for us. Well, I'm sure not too surprising for you guys. I'm taking the Vikings minus two and a half. Great number for them. Um, one thing to look for is Delvin Cook. He says he's going to play uh, with that shoulder injury, but worth noting that I think, he, I would assume he's got to be questionable. He got knocked out of the game, I think, in the third quarter. Didn't come back. Um, one guy, the one guy that they really missed this last week was Harrison Smith with all the concussion. Uh, but he's going to be back and playing in London, so that's a huge boost for the Vikings defense. And the Saints just looked terrible last week, <laughs> to put it to put it nicely. Um, so, yeah, I think the Vikings on a neutral field. I'd much rather play them in London than Superdome. So. Taking the Vikings minus two and a half. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I talked about earlier, but Jameis is basically playing through a broken back right now. Uh, Kamara, I don't know if he's more focused on you know all the stuff that's going on off the field where he might be getting suspended by next year. Who knows? Um, we said Thomas is hurt, Landry's hurt. It's going to be Olave pretty much, but I think the Vikings have better weapons. And then, like Carter said, with Harrison Smith coming back, it's probably better. And even if Devin Cook doesn't play. Alexander Madison has proven that he can be a, a number one running back in the league. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so if Jameis goes out, is it... It's not Taysom Hill. Not Taysom Hill? No. Dennis so, Allen is done with that. So who, who, is it? who do we got then? Let's find out. 
Saints quarterbacks. Uh, we have Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket. Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The Red Rifle. I'd rather have Taysom Hill than Andy Dalton. No, I would rather have. No. I, I, I'm fine with Taysom Hill situationally, but he's no threat of a passer. Like, to me, he's a one-read guy. He's like, you you better be open, and I'm throwing it to you. I'm staring you down. He's a bonus. Yeah. Like, he, he, I just, I don't, I don't love the Taysom Hill project when it comes. Now, goal line situation, fourth and short, third and short, shit like that. Like, that's fine. I'm, I'm cool with yeah. that, you know, because he's a threat uh, to run the ball. But not 20 to 20, he, he's not, he's not doing that. Like, that's just, that's not... You you have to do too many things well against an NFL defense uh, like that uh, playing that way. Um, they do. I think they have to start getting Alvin Kamara going in the in the passing game a lot more. That was something that Drew Brees did a wonderful job with him. And I don't know if it's just Dennis Allen isn't running. Uh, you know, obviously Sean Payton um, isn't running those plays for him anymore. Like I don't know what that what that thing is. So. If, if Jameis isn't feeling great, um, you know, possibly could be out with any hit. Um, you know, it, it just I, – I, I think Minnesota is, is the safe pick. Um, two and a half, basically you win by a field goal, you're winning the bet. I like Minnesota. Game two, we have Buffalo at Baltimore. Buffalo favored by three and a half. Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo here. I talked earlier about how Baltimore's secondary is still pretty beat up. Uh, you don't have the guys that they want back there. Stephon Diggs could have a big game. Uh, we've seen Gabriel Davis have big games where he has, you know, five catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns. This could be a game for him. It's another week since being hurt. Um, we saw how much Devin Singletary got involved last week. I'm going to take Buffalo over Baltimore at Baltimore. I think this game's going to be a shootout. I think this game is probably looking at the over. Um, I would say, especially if it's under 55, probably taking the over on it. Um, let's see if we can find a line for that game. 51 and a half. Uh, I'm definitely plugging the over on that. Um, yeah, I think, you know... Baltimore out, guys, but we just talked about Buffalo being out some defensive players, too. So I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I'm getting three and a half at home. I like that. So that makes me lean toward Baltimore. I do think that Buffalo now has the, um, you know, a little bit of a monkey off their back. And, and I think they're going to come out pissed. Um, but I, I still am going to take Baltimore in this game. Yeah, I, I, I think this line's flat out wrong in Baltimore. Um, so I'm taking the points. Like Michael said, there's injuries in the Buffalo secondary. Obviously, the Ravens isn't great, but you got Lamar. He's elite. He's the, he's the early front runner for MVP. He's showing he can carry him. So give you the three and a half at home. I love it. Next, we have Jacksonville at Philadelphia. Philadelphia's six-and-a-half favorites. Uh, Jacksonville's won two in a row. 
Philadelphia is three and zero. Wow, that's a, that's a tough pick. I think I think I'm going Philadelphia here, um, just because we know a little bit more about them. I think they played tougher competition. I understand the Chargers we think are a decent team, but with a hobbled Herbert, um, an injured Bosa, just give me Philly. We'll ride it and you know kind of learn. I think we're going to learn something about both these teams uh, this week. But I'll take Philly. Uh, I don't think this is a very tough pick. I'm going to take Philly. Uh, Doug Peterson, obviously, the first time going back to Philly. So he can explain to Trevor Lawrence what about playing in Philly is like. But he's never going to know it until he actually experiences it. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a rough day in Philly. Uh, Philly is a really good secondary. We've seen that with Darius Slay. And um, Hassan Reddick is a good linebacker, edge rusher there. So I think that Philly's going to go out there. Jalen Hurts is going to continue to ball. Uh, he's right there with LeVar as the MVP candidate. Uh, I'm going to take Philly minus six and a half. I agree. I think this is a pretty easy pick. I read six and a half, Mark. I mean, the Vikings, who I would like to think are a better team than the Jags, just went in there and got absolutely rolled. So, and like Trace said, Doug Peterson's return to Philly. I mean, who knows? His head might be on other things. You never know. Um, I think Philly's going to smash him here. So, yeah, I think I think the moment's just a little bit too big for a young Jacksonville team. Yeah, yep, sure, exactly. Sure, that's it. I mean, the only thing about Philly is this is kind of coming out of nowhere, right? Like this isn't this isn't. I mean, a they team, were a playoff team last year. Yeah, but you know what I mean. This isn't a team like Buffalo that had all these expectations. Like we, you know, there weren't a lot of. Like, everybody was smashing Cowboys um, to win this division. So this is kind of coming out of, I don't know, I feel like it's coming out of nowhere with Philly. Because you didn't know what you had in Hurts. Yeah, but then you trade for A.J. Brown. You trust that Devontae Smith, the former Heisman winner, is going to keep sending. He did. You have a good tight end, Dallas Goddard, who's a top-ten tight league. Like, he had weapons around him. It just turned out if he could turn into throwing. And Jalen Hurts has got better every he single has. year. He has. I agree with that, and- and this is bringing up haunting memories of the NFC Championship game a couple <laughs> years ago. Going to Philly is never easy, no matter what kind of team they have on the field. True. So, True. Like you said, Trevor Lawrence, I think Doug Peterson is going to have some horror stories to tell him about what it's like <laughs> to be in Philadelphia. So, I, yeah, I think the Eagles rolled here. And his horror stories were as a home as a home team, <laughs> not, not the opposing team. Exactly. All right, all right, that's that's fine. That makes me feel that, that makes me feel better about my pick then. Uh, next one we have New England at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by eleven. Uh, so I would not rush to I would not rush to bet this one right now because yeah. we don't know if Mac Jones is going to play right. or not. High ankle sprains are. Very tough to kind of gauge. I, I'm going to guess that Jones doesn't play because, yeah. I mean, high ankle sprains are not – they can be worse than a broken ankle. So like, the they next, are painful. So it was either Hoyer or Bailey Zappi, and I'm pretty sure they're going Hoyer. Yeah, I would, Bailey Zappi. I would believe that they're going to go Hoyer. I'm going to take – it's a lot of points, but the Packers are at home. You're going to be playing a backup quarterback. New England's defense, like we talked about before, isn't as good as it traditionally is. I think it's a 28-14, 28-10 game Packers. Um, okay. I just think with not having your starting quarterback, because I like Mac Jones, but I, I, I think that 
They don't have a consistent running back. It's just we. It's just a weird. They don't weird have a consistent running back, but they do have. And, and I a think running that, game. In, it's it's running backs yes. by committee. That's but, how New England's always done. They're not a bad running team. No. They just always do a running back by and committee. And I think the Packers have a really good secondary, even without Jair. I mean, it's, obviously it's better with Jair, but I still think it's really good, and that's gonna cause trouble yeah. for the Patriots, even if Nikhil Harry does play, who is a nice player. Or is it Nikhil Harry or Jacoby Myers? I think it's Harry. Yep. I'm taking Green Bay Myers' turn and a half. I... That's 11. Sorry, Trace has given me 11. Yeah, no, you said 11. I wrote down a turn and a half. I, I see it's now it's 10 and a half. But Trace gave me 11 today, so that's what we're writing yeah. off of. Okay, so I think there's no way Mac Jones plays in this game. Um, and a Green Bay defense who looked really good against Tom Brady. Um, you would sure think would look pretty good against Brian Hoyer. So I'm laying, I would even lay all the way up to 13 and a half in this game because I think the Packers would run over and run away with this game. Especially at home. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to agree. I'm going to pull out my card here though and say, all right, we're picking Monday night. If Jones plays, I can change my pick and go to the Patriots. No, at 11. No. You, I still no. get it at 11. No, it's in ink. It's, it's in, ink. in ink. If you write down your answer, well, in ink, I need to know who the starting quarterback is. Sorry, in ink. Sorry, All we right. both just said we don't think Mac Jones is gonna play. All right, I'll go with that. I still think I'm going Packers too, just for the simple fact that I don't know how you're moving the ball consistently, drive after drive after drive, with a backup quarterback against the Packers defense. I mean, Hoyer couldn't. You, like, obviously, there's more receiving talent um, in New England than there was in Tampa Bay um, last weekend. But Green Bay at home, um, you know, you found a little something in Dobbs. Um, hopefully, you can get Watson back to, you know, you got to get him on the field to, to get that guy some confidence. Not only get him some confidence, but get Rodgers some confidence in him as well. I think Green Bay's kind of figured out the MO of um, run the ball with Jones, run the ball with Dylan, throw the ball to Jones, throw the ball to Dylan. Like, I think they're kind of figuring that out a little bit. And, um, you know, Lazard has played well when they've needed him to. Um, I just, I want to see some more shots. Got a touchdown in five straight games. I, I want to see more shots. I want to see. Oh, the problem is, the problem is the guy that they're going to have shots to is on IR. Well, Jamie you Watkins. know what? Well, Watkins and Watson. I get it, both of them. But you know, run. Give me something with Dobbs. Give me, give me him some looks to see. Like he, I get it. It was preseason, but he was beaten preseason court. Like, let's see what he can do as a deep threat. I want to see that. But I still think I'm going Packers in this game. Um, just for the fact that if I do lose it, you guys lose it too. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, last game of the week, we go to Sunday night football. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs travel to Tampa Bay. Uh, they are favored by three and a half points. Um, Mike Evans is back for Tampa Bay in this game. Tampa, What's the weather like? Tampa coming off a loss in Kansas City. Um, also coming off a loss. This is another game that is going to be, it could be moved because of Hurricane Ian, I believe Carter said it was, Ian. Ian. Uh, They're actually practicing at the Dolphins facility this week, right now. Okay. And then they are working, the NFL is working with local weather people to discuss if this game can be played at Tampa Bay. So, um, 
I think I'm going to take this – is, this is a tough line. It is. I think I'm going to take Kansas City, though. I think that Tampa's offense, even with Mike Evans back, is still struggling right now. Um, I mean, Godwin's not going to be back. They just – they don't – Tom Brady doesn't trust his line. That's a problem. His offensive line, that is a problem. I, I think this is a lower-scoring game again. I think a lot of Tampa Bay's games are going to be lower-scoring. I think the Chiefs win by 5-7. I, I think – the, the thing that worries me about this is, you know, I got to give the three from KC on the road. And that Tampa Bay defense knows how to play, um, knows how to play KC. They did it in the Super Bowl two years ago. And that, that KC team had Tyreek Hill. So that to me. I just don't think there's enough weapons. Now, if you told me Evans and Godwin were playing, I would think about it. But as of right now, from the information I'm given, I think i got to take Kansas City. I just trust Mahomes more. Um, I, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to play a big role and have a big game. Um, so I'm going KC and Kelsey. I actually took Tampa Bay plus the points, but I changed my mind. <laughs> because <laughs> the Bucks offense is really struggling right now. Um, like I said, one touchdown in each of the first three games. And they're all, they're not home this week. I mean, as for a home game, you know, you're usually in your nice cozy home with your family, and they're not. So I, I'm thinking... Their minds might be elsewhere this week with this hurricane coming yeah, through the camp here. And, you know, I I think i got to take the Chiefs here. One thing to note, and this, this was just from a blog that I was reading earlier, but I saw that there's the, a potential move would be to Minnesota for this game. I thought that was kind of neat. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Because what was that, the... that whole East Coast is supposed to get hit, so okay. I have to move it. And they probably have to move it indoors yeah. or something like that yeah. if they're moving it yeah. to a... I saw Minnesota as a potential spot. It's obviously not the bridge stone, but hmm. yeah, I think with, with the Tampa-based offense struggling in their minds might be elsewhere this week. Give me the Chiefs. The Chiefs are pissed after last week, too, so yep. I think they come in for revenge here. Yeah, and the other thing you notice, Patrick Mahomes practices on Wednesdays. He's around his team on Wednesdays. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't get off, so I think that's an important thing in this factor. Um, isn't, there another, isn't there another guy with Brady who's I off on Wednesdays? I, I, thought it was some, I thought it was another teammate. I have no clue. I, I just know Brady's off. Um, yeah. Real quick, we'll wrap up our NFL uh, segment here. That was our week four picks. Just a couple guys you might want to consider uh, in DraftKings this week. Uh, one of the guys I have is Amari Cooper for 6,300. Uh, he has a favorable matchup against the Atlanta Falcons secondary. Back-to-back 25-point performances. Uh, he's also had 10-plus targets, 100-yard receiving games, and one touchdowns in the last two weeks. So Amari Cooper is really starting to become the number one there in Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett. Then the other guy I have is Jamal Williams, uh, another good matchup with Seattle. He's been the goal line back this year. He's just 6,100. Uh, he has four touchdowns on the year. And then Dan Campbell also came out and said this week that DeAndre Swift is probably going to be rested for the next couple weeks with a um, with his ankle and shoulder. So I would I would hit up Jamal Williams for sure. Carter, anybody that you're thinking of? I'm actually a FanDuel player. I don't play DraftKings. Oh, okay. A couple of names that came to mind on FanDuel was Gabe Davis 
against that terrible Baltimore secondary for 6.5K. I think that's a really nice pick. And like Michael said, probably it's going to be a shootout. Um, for running backs, I wrote down J.K. Dobbins at 5.8K. And this, this game could possibly be a shootout. Obviously, just coming back from injuries, but he had nine touches here. You would expect him to, for his workload to get ramped up. So in a shootout environment, that's always nice to have a pretty cheap starting running back there in Baltimore. And then I also wrote down uh, Eric Jones and A.J. Dillon. I just think in that game, which so that I predicted not to be close, I think the Packers are just going to pound it with those two guys and just and beat them down pretty good. So I think both of those guys are pretty solid plays at their price points. Or they're on FanDuel. I know you guys are big DraftKings, but I didn't even look at their prices. So. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and they're pretty similar. They're yeah, yeah, a couple hundred off, they're, but yeah, they're similar. They're kind of in that range. Um, I like um, fifty-four hundred against Pittsburgh's defense. Garrett Wilson. I know we've talked about him. Is he healthy? Um, that's that's the that's the question. I mean, he came back. Um, he had ribs. Uh, that's what he was out with. But he did return to the game, so I don't think you come back into the game to miss your next one. Um, so I like that, um, and then I'm also like um, a little bit more expensive, but this could probably be your 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 top wide receiver, uh, C.D. Lamb against the Redskins or sorry, uh, Commanders. The football um, team. The football team. Um, I think Cooper Rush um, is kind of figuring out what he needs to do. There's a quarterback controversy. Um, C.D. Lamb has shown that he's one of his targets, uh, biggest targets. Both, you know, I thought C.D. Lamb's stuff was or um, uh, action uh, was going to go down when when Dak Prescott went down. That really hasn't been the case. I don't think Cooper Rush is a bad quarterback. I mean, he's he's not bad. Where did, where did, where did he go to college? No I looked it up today. Not Carter, do you know where he went to college? college? He's a Chippewa. Oh, Central, Central Michigan. Michigan. He's a okay. Chippewa. No gotcha, clue. gotcha. Yeah, so sixty-seven hundred is expensive, but I think if that's the highest that you go, that's not bad. Um, and I mean, I, I would consider playing Stephon Diggs at eight K this week, and and that um, that is a terrible Washington defense who just had hurt secondary all over. Yeah, secondary who just threw all over Washington. So if they don't get something fixed there. Um, Watch out for CD Lamb this week. Yeah, the the red the commanders are on the look at the me saying it now, but the commanders are on the <laughs> on the downward spiral of the Carson Wentz roller coaster right now. But yeah. yeah, those are some guys that uh we were looking at in DraftKings or FanDuel. Uh anybody got anything else to wrap up the show here today? I apologize if this went as long as it no, did. I'll fix it. But this was it's this was be a right. lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I got I got one more thing to add real quick. Yeah, go for it. There's some big news out of Cleveland today. I don't know if you guys saw it. I Miles did. Garrett was involved in a single car crash today. Yep. Um, they said they didn't expect drugs and alcohol are going to be in play, but that's something to watch out for. Anytime you see single car accident, it's usually it usually doesn't mean great things. But hopefully he's okay and he'll be back on the field for you Browns fans. But it'll be something to maybe when this show comes out, we'll have more information. But as of now, it's kind of a question mark. So that's some big NFL news that. Might play out here in the next day or two. Yeah, we might have to uh, might have to text Alex Kajawa to figure out if he's getting yeah, inside information yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, um, yeah, but but hey, I, one, one more thing too. 
dude. I don't know if you saw, but he was in the background of the the Pickens catch. He, oh, he was. He a picture of Yeah, of the sentence you guys, but that's Alex Gajal. If you're listening, you're absolutely killing it, man. Yeah, awesome. keep it going. So yeah, that is that is awesome, but. Uh, Carter, it, w- it was a great time having you on today. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely do it in the future, um, but it, it, it's fun to get in. It's fun to get a different take from it. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, I agree. just two Babylon idiots brothers talking all the time. Sometimes it's nice to get somebody with a brain in here. Yep, I agree. Oh, I agree. Thanks, and, guys. I had a blast. This was three hours talking sports. You can't beat it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. uh, absolutely. Awesome. But uh, we'll wrap up the show here today. Again, you can. Uh, Email us your picks. You can send it to us, Snapchat. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Tuberow Talking Sport. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. We will talk to you later.